What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Hit the Books, Season 2, Episode 34. I am your co-host, Tyler Huffnagel. I am joined by my fellow co-hosts, Ace and Mackie, this week. No Jesse on the pod this week, but I'll hand things off over to Mackie. How you been lately, buddy? Been all right. Um, you know, same old, same old. Getting ready to talk sports in the pod and, uh, you know, just getting by. Ace, how about you? What's going on up in uh, the New England area? Uh, yeah, Huff, getting a little bit warmer up here, so that's a good thing to see. Getting warm like my picks in the NHL. I think uh, I was just looking at it, and I'm something like, let me see right here. Mackie's been keeping good track for us. 26-12-3 in the NHL over the last two or three weeks, so fucking on fire. Need my Bruins to catch that fire. Grab a nice winning game one, tough one last night, so... Need them to bounce back and, uh, yeah, ready to talk another week of sports. Got some great playoff action all around the league, so ready to go. Yeah, yeah that was a tough, tough game, Steven. too. But, yeah, I'll give you the credit where credit's due. You said 26-12? and 12. Yeah, you've been killing – I think you had, like, an 8-1 and one day in the middle of that at one point, so that uh, – Yeah, I think it was right. skyrocketed you, but, yeah, you've been killing the NHL. Yeah. Yeah, best bet in sports, too, is – uh. Hockey, you can get the team minus one. I know I, I get out here. Shout out the Rhode Island Sportsbook. Um, Hoff might have been able to find it in Vegas. I'm not sure. But that's been covering me. Uh, great odds on that, too. Some alternate spread hits, too. So those units are even higher than that total. Is Love to see it. Got to keep it up, though. Um, you know it gets harder from here on out. So I'm going to lock in even more. Yeah, and we've had, some, we've had some success in the NHL playoffs so far. I think we're 2-1. and one. We had that uh, game one, Islanders, Canes, uh, under one and a half in the first period. Um, and then we had Rangers money line game in game one, uh, and then unfortunately Vegas to score first in uh, game one against Winnipeg. That was a tough, tough game for me. Me sitting in Vegas watching that one in the casino, and a lot riding on the line for me, and couldn't get it done. But uh, with the score first and the minus one and a half I had off the card, that was just a tough, tough beat. I've been thinking about that one for about forty-eight hours now. But um, you win some, you lose some. You got to move on to the next one. And tonight we got a. Uh, what are we going with tonight, Rangers? And I was just gonna say I'm about to tweet. Um, what are we doing with Avs and uh, Mets? I love the rags on the puck li- or on the money line tonight at plus odds again against the Devils. Dude, this I was just say- so I was just saying to Mackie like the if the de- or if the Rangers win this game in Game Two, Ace, do you think they sweep the series? Mm. Mm. I, I think they should because they could go home. I think the Devils are the best matchup you can see in round one. Besides the Islanders, I think they're they're the weakest team in the playoffs, actually. But, um, yeah, I think the Devils, so young. They have a lot of talent, so, like, they could mess around and win one at home, tie it up. It's a whole different narrative going back to New York. But if they can get to 2-0 tonight, they do have a good chance at it. But I, I think these feisty Devils, young team that can score, they'll grab one, maybe 4-1 series is what I see. But... I think the Rangers are handling business tonight, and then they're going to go home with that 2-0 lead, like you said. And they have a good chance of sweeping it, so we'll see. It all depends on tonight. Yeah, if they, if they go up 2-0, I don't see any chance where they – I mean, like I said, I think at least split in New York. I don't see any chance where they blow a 3-1 lead. I think they get the job done right back across the river in New Jersey in Game 5, the latest. Mackie, I told you all year long, the Devils is who you want to see, and you got them. You like seeing them so far? Yeah, I mean, obviously after their game one, can't be more confident. That team played better than ever. But um, that was the one thing. We knew this roster was built for a championship. They just had to play like it. And uh, you're going to play the playoffs, all the playoffs like that. Um, 
we got a really good chance and I really like our like our odds. Yeah, it's crazy to me that they they're at plus odds both games, even after blowing them out five to one. We said it in our chat a few times. We thought Vegas had the wrong team favored here. I mean, the Rangers are a team that's built for a playoff run, right? They have the goaltending, they have the veteran experience, they have the youth and the depth, and they have a strong defensive core. So I don't I don't understand how they're coming in at underdogs. I know it's on the yeah, road. But that's but. the thing. It's not even really on the road. Uh, you have more Rangers fans at the Prudential Center than the, than Devils fans. I mean, also, you don't really have many Devils fans out there. Um, but <laughs> we really reached for the Devils, honestly. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they're all kind of home games. You, you hear Igor chants at the Rock the other night. That was crazy. I was like, more Rangers fans here than Devils fans. How are they going to get the support of the home ice advantage? I mean, um, especially a team with no experience coming in, you, you need your home fans, and you don't really get it here. So, um, you know, Rangers have a big advantage here, and I really like our chances, at, especially after game one. Last last point I want to bring up about this game before we jump to the next series in the NHL. Um, I mean, going up one nothing. that's kind of your goal to steal one on the road as the dog, right? So you, you already did your job. But if you guys do end up losing tonight's game, how does that feel going into that? I know you're going back home, but still 1-1 tightens up the series a lot compared to 2-0. Yeah, obviously being up 2-0 would be ideal and way different than 1-1 going back. Especially because the Devils, I think they were like 26-5-1 or something. That's not enough games, actually. But they had a, they definitely had the best road record um, in the NHL this season. They had an incredible road record. So they know how to play on the road. They know how to play with adversity. But... Uh, then again, the playoffs is a, dip, is a different animal, so um, it'll be cool. I, I think that we should definitely, well, we should definitely win one. I think that we will win both at home, go back to the Rock um, if they win tonight, go back to the Rock for game five, see what happens there. But um, yeah, I think we're just going to steal the ones in the garden. It's going to be really tough for that young team to uh, deal with all that adversity. Yeah, this will be fun to watch. That Devils team is going to be charged up. Felt bad for Stirk and getting uh, hosed on a penalty shot late in the third, missing out on a playoff shutout. Jack, he's not missing. What are you gonna either. do? And wins, he's too good. Wins he's win. too good. No. Anybody else, he probably would have had. No, but that that place will be rocking tonight, though. That'll be a good game to watch. I think the Rangers come out on top, but I expect a closer matchup. Yeah, I, I'm right there. I think it's. I said to Mackie right before we got going. I think if they win this game tonight, it's a sweep. If they lose, I think they win three straight and end the series in five. I don't see this Devils team. In any spot for six games, really, I don't. Unless get like you said, game five, they just either have an, like a crazy outburst of offense from their like you said, young scoring team that can put the puck in the net, somehow get a hell of a performance out of Vanacek. But I don't know. I think they'd need either a very low scoring game, but they're not that style team. They gotta win. They gotta score goals to win. And um, Mackie, go ahead. Yeah, I got a question for you two. Actually, just being uh, bystanders in, in this uh, series, if Devils win five one tonight. What's your what's your look going into game three? Uh, uber confidence. The only I think game three is more of a lock than game four in my opinion. Even if they go up three three zero, I think just a sense of pride and um a lot of talent. I think I think the Devils get one no, somehow. Saying, I it should no, be tonight. The Devils do win five one tonight. Blow up performance. Blow up oh. performance. Uh, same th- same thing the Rangers did last game. How are you looking at the rest of this series? I I just see I'd say game three is a must win almost for the devil for the Rangers if the Devils win tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Or else it's first one at home. You gotta you gotta get, grab that one. Yeah, I agree. You yeah. can't but, yeah um, you can't start this series but, out one zero in on the road. Let them even it up and then come back to New York and now you're playing you're going into game four down two one in the series. Yeah, you can't let that happen. That's a must yeah, win I'm, in game three definitely. I 
I mean, it is a seven-game series. I don't want to jump the gun on any of this. Obviously, my confidence is through the roof, but I don't want to, you know, say the series is over because it could definitely turn. Um, Absolutely, yeah, for sure. I mean, Ace, I don't want to, I don't want to turn things over to you, but your game one kind of went that Bruins had their way in game one, and game two kind of went the complete opposite way with Florida. What was it, six-two final, six-three final? Six, six, yeah, six-three final, and probably the Bruins' worst game of the season. Game one was a tight matchup, and if you looked at it statistically without watching the game, you'd think the Bruins got outplayed. But game one, the Bruins took it to him all night long, and Alex Lyon, terrible goaltender in my opinion, but playing great hockey, um, kept them in it. And But the Bruins had a lot of two-on-ones, high-pressure chances going their way, um, had a lot more looks and posts all over at game one. Come back game two, and the Panthers are all over it. They're a good hockey team. We knew that going in. I said that coming in. Who do you not want to see the Panthers? I still think we take them, but... You knew it was going to be a series when we saw these two teams as the matchup. 1-8, who cares? The NHL. It's not the NBA. It's not going to be a 4-0 sweep. It's going to be a series between these teams. Too much talent. And you know who's all over the ice? Matthew Kachuk. He's the face of that team. 100-point score, making me hate him day by day. But he's doing exactly what he does. And he's the reason that that team's where they are. Not not to shed the light away from uh, Alex Lyon, though. Uh, I, I thought going in we were going to put a plethora of goals. Three still a good amount. You don't see uh, six, six I, it was only four on all, all marked two empty nets, but you don't see that many going against the Bruins, but it was self-inflicted wounds that we can clean up our act, and I think we're fine. Um, still outchanced them last night, but the turnovers really just beat us. Um, yeah, like I said going into this series, this is definitely not the matchup you guys wanted to see with all the uh, playoffs, with all the wildcard teams that were in contention. Um, but yeah, you guys still won. I mean, not, I wouldn't say you still won, but Allmark did. Stan on his head game one. You guys won that one um, at home like you guys should have. Um, but, yeah, that last game, um, I wouldn't even say you guys got outplayed because you really didn't. It's just the bounces that don't go your way. It's just one of those things. But, yeah, uh, this team just has not seen a lot of adversity this year. So it's going to be nice to see how they overcome this this home loss and see how they go to Florida now and uh, deal with this adversity. Obviously, they have the veteran experience. and They've all been there before. But um, this year is a little different, so. It'll be nice to see. I think you guys I don't I wouldn't be worried, obviously. Best team in the league, best team we've ever seen. But um, yeah, definitely definitely something to look look at. Obviously missing Bergeron, the key point here, something that we have to bring up as well. Missing two games, a thought to be an illness, but really an injury that he incurred in his game eighty two of the season. You would think why would he even play that? But and potentially his last season, that was his last career game in his hometown. So how does Jim Montgomery sit him that night? That's a tough call. Uh, definitely it was up to Bergeron. He wanted to go. So hopefully he can be back for game three. Um, in my opinion, they're probably resting him to get to a game three. But obviously the only person who knows what's going on is Montgomery and Bergeron. So no update on that yet. But hopefully he's in the lineup tomorrow night. Um, but like you said, the bounces were the reason of that game. It was a 2-2 game. We, we made it 1-1, then we made it 2-2. About to make it 3-3 three to three on a power play late in the third. McVoy hits one off the bar and out of the rink. So that bounce would have changed the complexity of the whole game, but ended up going on to lose it. So, I mean, I like our team. A lot of chances, uh, a lot of scoring everywhere, and Omar can play a lot better than that. And we have the depth everywhere, even if we want to make some roster moves uh, going into the next game. You get Matt Grizzlick, second in the NHL, and plus minus, hasn't even touched the ice in the playoffs yet. So he might get a look next game. A lot of things. Bad game, but... That's why it's a series. Uh, like Charlie McAvoy said, all you got to do is win four before you lose four. So that's all we're here to do this in this series. Yeah, and I, I think you guys will go down to Florida and take care of business in game three. And then 
it's kind of anyone's business in games four. Do they want to, you know, does Florida come out and play like they did in game two and defend their home ice somehow? But, I mean, I think you guys will have your way in game three. Like you said, Alex Lyon, I think he's playing great hockey, but I don't think he's the, the guy that's going to steal a series against the, the best regular season team of all time and top, you know what I mean, whatever you want to call this, all these accolades of Bruins have gotten. I don't see Alex Lyon being the goalie that knocks them out of the playoffs. I like the Bruins come out of this series in five or six games at max. I think I think yeah. this series I, I, I think this series there. goes a lot like the Rangers and Devils series. I just think Florida won their game in game two. I mean the Devils could win their game in game two tonight, like we said, but I think Florida won their won their game obviously in Boston. It was a bit of a surprise. Everyone had the Bruins go up two oh in that series and then maybe think Florida was gonna steal game three or four, but um I don't know. I think both of these series maybe five games we that's all we're gonna see. Yeah, and obviously we just see Bergeron come back, like I said before, but an X-Factor to add to that lineup. Already a great matchup without him, but you add that to your lineup. You add one of the future Hall of Famer to your lineup. Um, it can't hurt. Uh, so far in the series, though, Bertuzzi and uh, Marshawn have been the best players on the ice on our team. Meanwhile, Kachuk, like I said, all over on their team. And then Paul Maurice on their bench. Got to give a shout-out to him. He's actually coaching well. Um, I know he has a negative career playoff record. But over almost 100 games in the playoffs as a head coach, and you saw his adjustments for game two, and they worked out well, activating that defense, uh, stretching the zone, and getting some odd man rushes with those talented forwards. But really, if you watch the game in depth, those defensemen are getting shots from the point as often as they can, and that's the best way to beat a good goaltender. Vesna favorite, odds on favorite. So you get pucks to the net with traffic, bury some rebounds, get some screens. That's how you beat good goalies. So um, I still expect a good series to come throughout. The Boston Bruins throughout my life, um, love to go game seven. Even the year they won the cup in 2011, they lost the first two at home and then one in seven. They won three game seven, so three or four in that run. So they don't like making it easy, but that's what playoff was hockey that the, is. Was so. that the year you guys came back against the Leafs and won in overtime? Bergeron scored in overtime in Toronto? Yeah, yeah. Game game, game seven, yeah. we were down three yeah. goals. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's probably my favorite Bruins highlight. I was gonna of all say time. that goal just like sticks in my head. I don't know why, but I knew exactly what you were talking. Bergeron, about. Yeah. <laughs> Bergeron, Bergeron. Yeah, him, Marshawn, and Sagan. Yeah. Meanwhile, ten years later, here doing the same thing with Marshy on the shorty snipe the other day. So they're still right there. A lot of hockey to be played. We'll see, but um, I think that other Eastern series is probably the uh, sitting at two zero. Only one at two zero so far, right? Kane Dials, yeah. That yeah, so I was I was yeah, just gonna going say we'll bounce we'll night. bounce over to another Eastern series. You said a Canes and Isles Isles or Canes have defended their home ice are up two zero in the series, winning in overtime last night. Looked like the Islanders were maybe gonna steal one, but they just weren't playing that way. Mackie, you were saying Sorokin didn't have his best game. Um, I'm very interested to hear what you guys think if they can go back to New York and put up a fight. I think the Islanders maybe get one or two. I think there's a chance they win both games in New York if they can play better, but. Um, if they don't win both, I don't like their chances to win this series at all. Yeah, and this is the Carolina Pan- or Car- Carolina Hurricanes. Sorry, I just got a little mixed up today. Um, this is the Carolina Hurricanes. They win their home. Cam Newton. They win their home games. In the playoffs, <laughs> they lose their away games. So I think it would be, it would not surprise me at all if the Islanders went back and won both both on the island. And we're going to see a game five tied two two. But um, I I don't know I don't know I don't think the series is anywhere near over. I think the Islanders need to find a little more offense. Uh, last night it was they had they had it in the bag. Uh, Sorokin, in my opinion, didn't have his best game. Definitely could have won that one, but uh, you know you, you you throw one away on the road, it's gonna be tough to come back. But definitely wouldn't be surprised if I see the Isles go home and win and win two. 
I, I honestly, it's crazy to me that you guys are saying that. You both said that you think the Isles could grab one, if not two Hurricanes. games at home. I think the Islanders are the worst team. They're the worst team in the in the NHL playoffs this year in both Hurricanes conferences. played in two full seven-game series last year and didn't win one away game. I truly, th- no, I, I, I understand what you're looking at, but I just think they outmatch this Islanders team so much. This Islanders team is worse than Islanders teams in years past. They don't stick to their game. They don't bully anybody. They're too small. The depth that the Carolina Panthers have added in their winning ways, Brent DeBoer is a great coach, and those young Car- guys are getting older. Carolina I know they're not at their full capacity. <laughs> did I do that to you? Did we I got to call him that the whole time. Yeah, he did. Yeah, that's, that's not good. We got to Jesse edit that out. No, but um, whoever it is, Carolina at home, that they they're great, I know. And you're thinking, oh, like these playoff metrics, leaving their home stadium, bunch of jerks. Uh, you love storm, saying that. Storm surge, whatever it is. Yeah, I I do. I think it's a good it's a good line. Um, I still think they sweep <laughs> though. This Isles team lacks any scoring threats. They don't have the intensity like they used to, in my opinion. Um, they kind of figured out. They've been they've been doing the same. They're one trick pony, in my opinion. And I think I said this to you guys the other day. People love Sorokin. He's a regular season goaltender. That's why I don't get why they hang him next to Shesterkin and Ottinger. I know that Ottinger is not playing his best hockey yet, but these guys are much better than Sorokin. He's a regular season hero. I said it the other day. Varlamov is the one that has the playoff success for the New York Islanders. He did it in past years. So I I wonder if they I wonder if they turn the page to him at all. You think absolutely so? not? But Varlamov was the one on that on that uh, Eastern Conference Finals run like two years ago, three years ago. But uh, yeah, I. You might be right about Sorokin. There's just not enough sample to tell. I mean, he played two games. One of them wasn't terrible. Uh, last one, he definitely gave away. But um, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. There's no way that you can play Varlamov. Sorokin, any other year, he's winning the Vezina. Obviously, what Omar did, you can't. But how short of a leash does he have in this game if he gives up two soft, two quick ones, or a softy? Yeah, yeah. Well, any goalie in in this situation, you gotta have a short leash, especially with the experience you have on the bench. Especially down two zero, and with the experience you have on the bench. Um, do you think it's in his head at all with that bounce that went in that funky goal? That kind of uh... yeah, but he's gets he gets to go home now. This this is what Igor dealt with last uh last year with with the Penguins, but um. But the Carolina Hurricanes were acting like exactly. they're slouches That's on them. I, I know that they're not as good. They're That's... the they're the second most points in the NHL this year, didn't they? No, yeah, I think they did. Yeah, his Devils were third. Yeah. I know that they're they're shorthanded, missing some guys due to injury, but I still like them. I, I There's no one on that team that scares me in adding guys like Brent Burns to a playoff run. One thing that we should note that's pretty crazy we're talking about it, they went and got Frederick Anderson two years ago. He was hurt last year in the playoffs, and this year he's sitting on the bench watching Antti Ranta take over, and he's playing well. I mean, he's another guy that performs well in the playoffs, career veteran backup, but solid goaltender nonetheless. He, he plays really well in the playoffs. It's kind of cool, but yeah, I don't know what they're doing. I don't know why they're... They're rolling with Ronta. Obviously, it's working. They're up 2-0, but again, they are playing the aisles. So um, it'll be interesting to see what they do next next series if they get there. Pred- predictions for this series for you guys? Kane's aisles? Kane's in five. I'm saying I'm saying Kane's in four. I think they'll just I'll win say one six. On the road. I, tru- I, truly think, I truly think the Islanders win the next two, and then the Kane's win two to close it out. They ha- you think it goes seven? No, I, I don't think, think it goes seven. I, th- I think Carolina will win in game six. 
I think if the Isles win both of uh, these games, it goes seven. But I, I can very, I think they'll, they'll probably drop one just because basically everything you just said, how weak they are, what they, what this team. I, I think last night was their chance to get into I, the series, and they blew it by going to overtime. I think they're going to get blown out the next yeah. game. Game three is going to be a. I'm taking the Hurricanes. I've taken them minus one every game. Love that bet in the playoffs, and it pushed last night because of it. But I'd consider taking them on the puck line uh, tomorrow night. On the road, huh? Yeah, probably good odds Definitely. too. Yeah, they're still going to be favorites, but they're probably going to be like minus one thirty. Maybe, maybe minus two hundred favorites. <laughs> no way, they're like minus two hundred at home. I, I, the odds are definitely already out. I'm going to say one one twenty one twenty five. Wow, I love that. If we can get it, lock that in for me right now. One fifteen um, Isles are yeah. favored. Oh my god, I love it. Let's lock it in right now. You know that's gonna go the other it, way a little bit by the time puck drops. Like minus one ten. Undra- yeah, that's crazy. That's Bruins on DraftKings. I see minus one ten both ways. Oh, okay. Yeah, those are. You know, I'm. You know, I'm playing both of those on the money lines for tonight. Then stars be- too. Well, that's an even line. It's minus one ten, minus one ten. But on the road, that's crazy. And I think. Uh, I think we have one more series to talk about here in the East, right, Huff? Yeah, it's a, uh, you were on the wrong side of it. Yeah, it's about to get rolling here. Toronto and Tampa Bay. Uh, obviously, we know what happened in Game One. Tampa Bay uh, had their way with them. I think it was what? What was the final score? Seven three. Seven three. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Toronto just didn't play their best. I mean, Tampa came out fast, and anytime they get a lead with Vasilevsky and net, they're not going to blow a two, three, four goal lead in the playoffs. Just no shot and. Tampa Bay takes this uh, series lead 1-0. They're about to get underway right now in game two. I don't know which way you guys are leaning on this one. I don't think any of us sent plays on this one, but um, I like the Leafs to even things up tonight, but that's just me. I'm still going with my Leafs pick in seven, um, but they're going to need some to split down in Tampa Bay and then just everyone win their home games the rest of the way. But um, Ace, how are you feeling about this series? Who you got? Yeah, like you said, nobody sent in a play for this today, and I kind of think it's all for the same reason. Personally, I think I'm going to be kicking myself in two hours for not taking the the lightning on the money line at plus 135. But with so many uh, uncertainties with the injuries coming out of that first game, kind of scared me a little bit. But then you got to think about, they still have Vasilevsky, and I know the Leafs are at home and essentially a must-win here. But without Hedman and Chernak, that's kind of scary. But think about the offense that the lightning has. Like, Braden Point... I think he had like four points in game one. You have Nikita Kucherov, Steven Samkos. They're out there. And we said this last week. These guys are on the ice a lot more in the playoffs than they are in a regular season Kucherov. game. And when you have this. T- Kucherov is also different in the playoffs. He's a top three player in the league in the playoffs, I think. He, he looks. He's one of those guys that turns it up in the playoffs. He looks he like plays. he's coasting he during the regular the season. The only reason he doesn't care about the regular season. And he still put up a calm 100. He, I'm surprised we haven't talked about this yet with all the series we've been through. Um, physicality being a part of the game. Guys like Nikita Kucherov are built for the playoffs just by sheer size alone. Um, you can't be that little guy that's going to do nothing. I know Braden Point does it and Brad Marchand does it, but like they have a little bit of nasty in their game, but you can't be the soft team. And that's another thing that the Tampa Bay Lightning own in this series and have owned for the past few seasons. So what's, yeah. so who do you th- what's the series? How many, how many games? Six. Tampa on six. I'd like the lightning. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna Matt. I'm gonna go full retard you, and just say Leafs and 
six. <laughs> six? <laughs> wow. Sorry, I... Mackie, you're a goalie, too. You're a goalie, too. Dude, okay, so hear, hear me out. Last game, Lightning won 7-3. You, Huff, you said that once you get a 3-4 goal lead with Vasilevsky, you, you're, you're not going to blow it. I promise you, when it went 3-2, if the Leafs didn't get three straight penalties in a five-minute major, they were going to win that game. They shot themselves in the foot. They did it to themselves consistently. They killed off two penalties. It was still 3-2. They, uh, or no, maybe one of, one of them went in. So it was 4-2. And then they get a five-minute major. They scored two penalties before the period even ended 6-2. Obviously, the game's over at that point. You're sitting there 3-2. You have all the momentum in the world. And then you get three penalties. You have nine minutes of penalties in the next 15 minutes. How are you going to win a game like that? Um, I think this team is so much more skilled than the Lightning. They, they came out soft last game. It's the Leafs. We were expecting it. They all have the nerves. Everybody knows about the curse. Um, you get the nerves out. You start playing hockey. And they're the way better team in this series. I know how Vasilevsky is. I know he can steal games left and right, but I just obviously the star power is there for the Lightning. But you, like you said, Hedman out. Who else would you say was out? Chernak. Uh, Chernak. Uh, yeah, some big yeah. names out. I, I don't know. This team has got to got to deal with a lot of adversity. I think uh, we see Samson now play some good hockey, like we've seen in the regular season. Uh, I think they have a chance to definitely own these next uh, six games. That potential six. Did games. Bunting get fined or suspended? Three games. Both he got three games. But I, I think Dang. that that's very overcomable for the, for the Toronto. I don't think he's he's a good asset. He's a good piece, but I think they they can work right around that. So he could he could potentially Mac, he's not back till game five. Yeah, he can potentially if, if, they if get there is a game five. Series. Yeah, yeah. Mackie, I, I have two uh, rebuttals to some some topics you just brought up. First off, with the Ilya Samsonov, I know some of his uh, regular season numbers were really good, but. I, I think with him and Vitek Vanacek, that's why the Washington Capitals let them go. They're not that good. And with the defensive core in front of them, that's nothing that's too great. They have guys like Jake McCabe, who they brought in. Um, let's go like this real quick. So you were saying that the Maple Leafs are the better team. They might be deeper on offense, but let's... So we'll give them the grade. We'll go with the Leafs on offense, which is crazy because of the top-end talent crazy. in Toronto. The the Lightning have zero depth now. That team is nowhere what it you No, no, I agree. I agree. But what about on defense and goaltending? I think that goes to Tampa Bay in both assets of the game. And that's how you're, you win playoff you're, hockey. You're taking in my top three defensemen out of that lineup tonight. And I don't know how long he's going to be out for the rest of the series, but that's huge. It's also huge. Show. Is Hedman out, though? He was questionable. I, I, I don't think he's that's playing. Important. So I know, obviously, Chernak's out, but I, I did see Hedman was questionable. Chernak's I didn't out. see if he's in a lineup or not, but. Um, they didn't show him skating around in warmups, so I'm thinking he's not playing tonight. Yeah, they're both out tonight. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm I mean, stick- I think, still, I think you can make. Good I'm sticking with Leafs in seven. You, you you can't be wrong saying the Lightning, and honestly, the stats points say that you can't be wrong saying the Leafs either. So, um, but we've seen how the Leafs have performed in the playoffs, haven't won a series and so forth. So, um, that's just I I I'm being dumb. I know I am because I know they're gonna end up getting beaten six, but. This team just—I don't know—they have so much potential. I think that they're—they're they're drawing the right cards this year. If they—if they play to their potential, that they—they should win the series. To quote Hoff from earlier in the season, I think this is the series that sends Austin Matthews to Arizona. But like I've said before, last point on the Eastern Conference playoffs for me: another must-win here tonight for the Toronto Maple Leafs. This time, um, must-win game at home. Yeah, I agree. I'll stick. Like I said, you got the aces going, bolts in six, Mackie, Leafs in six, and I'm sticking with Leafs in seven. I think it's going to be a seven game series, but 
Mackie, what you said earlier before the series started, if it goes seven, that you think Tampa Bay wins it, I definitely could see that happen. So I just think this series goes seven. Um, but let's head out west. Last night we had uh, Dallas dominate Minnesota seven to three, even up their series. Uh, really, I mean, at no point was that game in question. I know Minnesota kind of scratched back a little bit, but Dallas looked so dominant through parts of that game. At no point did I think they were going to lose that game, and I was, I was biting my or hit myself in the foot that I did not take the minus one and a half in that game because I really liked it and I just didn't take it because I was flying home and um, just kind of like got all my plays in last second. I did take them to score first, which hit, but um, the minus one and a half, I I really liked that and I ended up not taking it. But I think this series, I I liked Minnesota to put up a fight. I think they'll go back to Minnesota. Minnesota could get one. I'm still going with stars and six here. I think I originally said stars and five or maybe six. I'm sticking with Dallas and six here. Yeah, this like you said last night, the Dallas team jumped out hot. They had, I think, they went up two nothing in the first five or ten minutes. Sagan um, had a hell of a game. They have a lot of, they have a lot of firepower on that team. Guys like Sagan playing in secondary, tertiary roles. Um, obviously stepping up a bit more with Joe Pavelski out after a little cheap hit, in my opinion. Um, but it's it's a better series than I thought. I still like Dallas in six, like you said. I originally thought five, and it still could be five. Maybe the Wild just kind of stunned them game one. But they go back to Minnesota now, so it's a pretty tight series. Um, Kaprasov and Boldy, Hartman, they, they have guys on that side that can score. But uh, again, I'm going to I'm gonna lean on the good goaltending with Jake Ottinger here. Um, I think he figures it out and delivers a one or a zero uh, a couple times in the series. I think it's absolutely crazy that uh, that Flurry played last night. You have you have Gustafson absolutely rob game one for you. It played absolutely out of his mind in the in uh in overtime. Uh, you win game one on the road, and then you go to your uh your old goalie that the team isn't as confident playing in front of. Uh, it's just not a good move, not a good coaching move in my opinion. I think that that can be the story of the series. At the end of the day, uh, you just gave Dallas all their momentum back that they needed. Uh, you're going. Back into Minnesota, and what are you going to do? Throw Gustafson back in the net? Well, now, now you're messing everything up. Just not a good coaching decision. I think Dallas has the momentum that they need. And they're, they can win this in five, I think. Yeah, you're not wrong, Mackie. There's so much talent. Dallas is one of the favorites coming out of the West. Um, Jason Robertson, Rupe Hintz, Tyler Sagan, Jamie Benn, Joe Pavelski, Miro Heiskin, and the list goes on and on. Um, this Dallas team is built battle tested over the past few years, kind of got bounced out in some tough game sevens over the years. I think double overtime last yeah, year. Or a year I was going to say, I can't remember ago. if it was last year or two years ago, but I know it was at game seven in overtime. Yeah. Double overtime. So they've been here before. They know what playoff hockey's like. Um, this wild team's still pretty young, but the wild have the, uh, the firepower to keep up. If you can put that, if they can keep drawing power plays and whatnot, um, stay on that odd man. They can put pucks in the back of the net. I know Otter's one of the best goalies in the league, but Kaprasov being back and healthy, that's massive. And uh, a lot of guys like we've touched on all year for that team. Um, an exciting series nonetheless. Yeah, I, I do. Mackie, I see your point. I, I didn't really pick up on the fact that last night they did start Flurry, And the fact that they, I think they, you have to go back to Gustafson here, right, in game three? Yeah, but it, it, everything's thrown off now. I mean, the mojo's gone. You just... And the, the announcers were even saying it, and the Minnesota announcers were saying it in game one. They're like, uh, this team's more confident with Gustafson than Net. Flurry's just way too flurry throwing himself around with Gustafson's clean. And they've and just, played like, so much better net. with Gustafson and Net. 
with in the, with the last two weeks of the season leading up to the playoffs to get them in there. That I mean, he was the reason they got in there, and I was riding them the past couple of weeks of the season for the playoffs, and it was all with him and Net. Yeah, I so just think when I I mean I was I didn't realize he got the start last night when I took that Dallas to score first I actually didn't know that he was playing and I turned the game on I saw the gold pads I'm like he's fucking playing. Yeah, I didn't know either until I saw the highlights. I didn't even watch the game. I was at that uh, baseball game, but oh, that yeah, was crazy. Yeah. It's crazy to me. Terrible decision in my opinion, and I think that they just blew their series away. I think if that if Gustafson plays that game, and even if you lose it in overtime, you lose three two in a close game. It's a way different scenario than putting up seven goals. All right, and then we had the Edmonton Oilers even up their series against the LA Kings after the Kings took game one in overtime. Um, I think most of us, the consensus play here was the Oilers in around five or six games. I don't think anyone went as far as seven with the Oilers, but um, I like them to get the job done. Uh, to get, I like It's going to be tough to win two in LA because LA is a pesky young team. Kind of we keep talking about these, you know, these teams that are able to defend their home ice and the playoffs is so different, but I think the Oilers are going to hit their stride here, and I think they handle the series in five or six games. What has been such a surprise to me is the fact that McDavid hasn't scored yet. Um, I know he has a, a sister or two, but we're still One waiting point. on to see his first One goal. point in yeah. two games. Yeah, so he... What's crazy to me is the the narrative coming out of game one when the Oilers lost versus how everybody's feeling now that it's one-to-one. It was like the world was over after they lost game one to the Kings in overtime on a fluky 15-second bounce. And I was one of the whistleblowers who said, Connor McFraud, Connor Mc... I don't even... I forget what I said. Um, <laughs> but he's he's he didn't show up, and he didn't show up again, minus two. He is playing um, well, dude. Like, the first game, he was incredibly impactful. He had two two straight drawn penalties, made it a five-on-three. They obviously scored two goals on that. Uh, made the game 2 nothing. He didn't get any points on it, though. So... Um, He's 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 still doing his thing. He's just he's not he's not putting the the points that he's used that he's used to. When was the last time he put up one point in two games? I think probably the third game of the season. Yeah, it's Connor McRegular season. Come on. <laughs> That's incredible. Nah, I'm like, I'm really wearing a Connor McDavid T-shirt under this right now, actually, too, which is the good part. I think he bounces back. He has to. He's too good of a hockey player not to. But this Kings team, battle-proven once again. Who are they led by? Drew Doughty. How many Stanley Cups does he have? Two. You know what he tells that team? They've won as an eight seed. I don't give a fuck who we're playing. Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, 100 points by Nugent Hopkins on the power play. It's the playoffs. we got to play physical. Like we were talking about Kucherov being a big body and stepping into that playoff hockey well. McDavid and these Oilers, on the other hand, are the Leafs of the West. They're pretty soft. No goaltending. Weak defense. A lot of hype and expectations and pressure on them. Um, I still think they get the job done in six, like Hoff said, but it's no easy task going against uh, a team that's very hungry like the Kings. Yeah, and anybody, that West is not very powerful over there. I think anybody can come out of that Western Conference, and I wouldn't really necessarily be shocked. Uh, I'm not expecting like, the Jets or, come, come, or even Seattle to come out of it, but I definitely wouldn't be shocked. So uh, it's just something else to think about in these Western Conference series. You definitely see the King or the Kings come out of there with a veteran experience. Yeah, yeah, this will be fun as it shifts back to LA. Uh, I got I got Oilers in six, and I got McDavid to pick up a few goals and assists, and you know he's going to take over one game for a four point explosion. So that's coming soon. One nothing Leafs. Who was Marner it? Marner on a power play. 
they're gonna fucking roll. Oh, this he's game. a dog. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is good. Yeah, this is gonna be ugly. Without headman, forty-five he's, he's seconds into the game, they were on a they power also, play they scored. They also like have to win this game. You lose this game, and series over. It's like the, it's like the Oilers story last night. These two Steelers are so similar. I think it's more like the stars. I think it's gonna be more like the score. Let's get into these last two Western Conference series. Next, we had the Winnipeg Jets go up one nothing on the Vegas Golden Knights. I was obviously in Vegas watching this one. That was a tough, tough one for me. Uh, and the worst part is I know that they're going to fucking murder them tonight and the minus one and a half is going to hit. I'm going to have to watch it and just let it let it slide on by because I'm probably not going to take it because if they kill me on back-to-back, I probably could never bet on that team ever again. But... Um, I think I think they handle business tonight against Winnipeg. I'm still going with the Knights in six games. I think they handle business. I think they're the better team. Halibut stood on his head last game, had a great game, and Vegas didn't play their best game. But um, like you said, a lot of pressure on another team, and not necessarily cup pressure, but just a tough matchup in the first round. You you know you're one of the better teams in the West, and you draw the Winnipeg Jets in the first round with an elite goaltender in net that is able to steal a series. I mean, it's tough. I think I think Vegas gets this job done in six. I think they win the night. I think they obliterate them just to stab me in the back. But I like Vegas in six. I I think this is going seven. You want to know what's crazy? All year, we kept getting burnt in what we say afterwards. I'm not betting against Connor Hellebuck. And you know what's tough? They stole one on the road. Now that it's a must win for the Vegas Golden Knights. We've been saying that a lot tonight, but it is. And then imagine they're down 2-0 going to Winnipeg. One of the t- toughest playoff atmospheres to play the in the whiteout. whiteout. With Connor Hellebuck at home, I'd be nervous. Connor Hellebuck's one of the best goalies in the NHL. Now he's proving it on the biggest stage. So, I don't know. Uh, I'm not touching that game. I like I like the Knights at home tonight. I do think they get the job done, but I'm not. Give us, mm, I'm throwing. I already did throw a serious it, prediction. Seven. It's going seven, in my opinion. Vegas isn't losing at home in game seven. I like the Knights. I like, yeah, I like the Vegas in home. That's the thing. And I think that this uh, Jets team kind of falters off a bit. But this is the best Jets team of years past. Uh, top defenseman, top goal scoring. And when they bring that line together with Connor and Shifley, um, they, they can put pucks in the net. And not really sure what's going on with the goaltending choices for Vegas. Uh, it was Brissot game they one. Don't even know. I don't. I wouldn't have gone with him in game one, so I'm eager to see who they roll out tonight. Uh, I I saw it earlier, but I can't remember which one it was. Uh, if I look that up, when you gives your take, but um, yeah, I like them. The covered. I I like the the Vegas Golden Knights type of series tonight. Minus one because it could go to overtime, but uh, yeah, it's gonna be a seven game series, so they'll even it up tonight, in my opinion. Yeah. See, I I don't I don't really like Vegas anymore. I, that, I was gonna say, Mac. He's getting ready to say Winnipeg in six. I can tell. Dude, dude, you fuck, you hit the fucking nail on the head. I swear to God, that's all I'm thinking about is Winnipeg in six. Um, simply because not even that Winnipeg impressed me last game. Obviously, Hellebuck's impressive every single time. But Vegas looked like dead. They looked like they were skating in mud. They didn't even look like they wanted to be out there. It was incredible. You have the Vegas, you have that Vegas fan base. You have one of the rowdiest fan bases in the NHL. And you come out and play like that and put up that type of effort against uh, against a team that you should probably be slaughtering. Um, Winnipeg snuck in by the skin of their teeth, and now they're playing like they're the better team. So I think it's it's crazy what's going to happen, and I, I think uh, it, it's going to decide the entire series. But even if Vegas wins this wins tonight, they have to steal one on the road, and it's going to be 
like Ace said, it's going to be really tough to go play in Winnipeg and uh, steal one from, from uh, Halibut. So I, I, I really think Winnipeg is going to take this one in six. Um, the only thing that's, that would change my mind is if uh, Vegas figured it out tonight, maybe blew them out or something. But I think that even if they win a 3-2, 4-2 hockey game, it's, it's not looking good. I think they need to get their momentum back and just get things going again. That was a terrible hockey game for them. Um, and with you, with what you had on that game, I you were probably more frustrated than ever. I don't know how you can ever root. For I couldn't. I couldn't even like. You have a dart when it got to two nothing. I I I had no hope. I had like negative hope. They didn't look like they wanted to play hockey at all. I don't think that they that they looked good at all. They the team had a hundred and nine points this season. I think um, that was that was I, I thought performance. That... I thought they were gonna win fucking five one. I'm not like I thought it was gonna be two nothing the end it. of the first. You expected it. You expected it because that yeah. would have made sense. Vegas is supposed to come out and do that in, in game one. Uh, that's just terrible performance. I don't have a lot of faith in that team. Yeah, I, I believe me. Uh, you don't have to tell me twice about them anymore. But uh, last series in the West, Colorado, uh, game two tonight. I know we like Colorado tonight to even things up after Seattle stole uh, game one. Um, I I think the Avs win this game or win this series in five. I think game one was a fluke. I thought it was going to be a sweep to begin with. Um, they let Seattle get their first playoff win in their first playoff game. I think it's over for this young team. I was on them all the regular season. I thought they were a very good team. I think they're still a year two away. I'll take the Avs to finish this thing in five games. I think this series is over. You know what's crazy to me is you guys said that you thought that the New York Islanders could steal games at home and even up a series or go seven with the Carolina Hurricanes. Meanwhile, the Seattle Kraken are the exact same style of hockey team out west, and they just won game one against the one of the defending champions at home. Um, they they're a better version of the New York Islanders. They play that trap style hockey. They have a they have a solid goaltender, not a better goaltender, better defenseman, better skill up front of guys who can put the puck in the net. They have depth. And they have young legs, too. I do think the Avalanche probably even cover the puck line tonight at home. I think they could smoke them. But I think this is a series that could go seven games. And I like the Avalanche to get it done with the home ice advantage. But the Kraken are going to give them a scare. I think they could even go up 2-1 in the series or, worst case, tie it 2-2 at home. But this the way that they play, that they're playing good hockey. It's If you've watched all year, they, they limit your chances. If they can get a lead, then it's really tough to come back against them. They smother you. Um, but if the Avalanche can score the first goal, then they can run away with it. Yeah, I'm kind of somewhere in between with uh, you two. I I like the Seattle team. I wouldn't say it. they are. They're definitely better than the Islanders. I, I don't know if they're the same exact team as them, but they just have a little more star power, I think, and their, their players are just showing up. Um, I think this. I don't think it was necessarily a fluke yesterday. I I was very surprised, or two days ago, I might have been. I was very surprised seeing Seattle win a game on the road. But I think it's gonna be interesting, uh, going into Seattle, seeing how that that atmosphere is for their for their first playoff appearance. Um. You know, it could be it could be pretty electric. It could be a, it could be a hard place to play. Uh, Avalanche didn't look their best, obviously. Grubauer or not Grubauer. Um, Gorgiev giving up a few weak ones, I think. But uh, even the the, the goal scoring is not even really there that much. So they definitely got to pick it up. I think this series can definitely go south for them, but I don't expect it to. I think the Avalanche take care of business, win in six, um, win the night. Might drop another one in in Seattle, but I don't see them this series going seven games. I think they got it in six.
Yeah, and that's going to do it for the NHL series. I think uh, we all made some pretty valid picks. Most of us on the same side as some of those series. Uh, a couple that were on opposite sides on, but um, obviously you guys have your two teams still in the race. I'm just kind of watching from the sidelines, trying to make some money on the picks. But um, yeah, the, as the NHL first round continues, we'll definitely get into that next week as some of these series could uh, be wrapping up here within the next couple of days, like we said. Um, another another former playoffs that have been going on. We've had the NBA playoffs were rolling. Um, Eastern Conference, we've had the Celtics start out 2-0. Nuggets in the West out 2-0. Uh, a couple of these other series are all even, but um, Ace, we'll start with your Boston Celtics handling business uh, up in TD Garden, up 2-0 in the series. Uh, I think this is a sweep, as a sweep written all over it. Um, I think you're probably going the same way, if not five games, but uh, I want to know how you're feeling about your Boston Celtics in the series. Like you said, remember we were talking about this last week and we were talking about series prices and we said, ooh, let's look at teams. And I said, I like the Sixers and the Celtics to either sweep or win 4-1. to one. Those are looking really good right now. Um, the Celtics got a very easy matchup with the Atlanta Hawks. They were already kicking Trey Young out the door before the series started. So no chemistry, no motivation in my opinion. And now you're playing against the best team in the East. Um, a lot of star power all around. Derek White playing a true role, um, making a big three of sorts, um, really popping off and holding his own. I know his hairline's crazy, but his play isn't. He's been uh, helping carry the boys. And you still have Tatum with him. You have Jalen Brown. Rob Williams, when he's healthy, one of the best centers in the league, and he can shut down and hang with the best of them. And then you have the depth everywhere. You have Marcus Smart. You have Malcolm Brogdon. Um, so... The Celtics, easy matchup for them. I think they cruise. It's not like the NHL where someone can steal the series. I don't even think the Hawks have the pride or dignity to win one here. Um, not even too much to say in the series. I think I'm just ready for round two. Yeah, I'd, I'd be very surprised if we see a Hawks, the Hawks uh, pull out a win in this series. They just look deflated. Obviously, the Celtics are the way better team. We know what it is in this series. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I got Celtics in four. Nothing, nothing really else to it. I touched on that Sixers series a bit, too. Um, I think they're going to handle business. Like we said, the Nets really being carried by the, the Kyrie and KD coattails and then eking their way into the playoffs. Um, they'll handle business there. But the series that's really interesting to me um, is that Knicks and Cavs series. I don't know if you guys have been paying attention to that. I hit on that money line for the Knicks in game one, but sitting at one-to-one -one in the East there. See, the thing with that series is I, I like the Cavs, and now that they split in or one-one in Cleveland – I kind of have a different take on this series. I'm starting more now to jump on the Knicks in six um, to finish things up at home in game six. Because of the way they came out in game one, I was really impressed. I think the public was all over Cleveland in that first game, which may or may not have had something to do with the outcome. But uh, Cleveland, they, they handled business in game two. They look good. So both teams kind of had their game. Uh, it's going to be very interesting to see how Cleveland rolls into Madison Square Garden. Definitely one of the toughest places to play in the NBA and now in the playoffs. This Knicks team, we know how the, their fan base is in MSG, so going to be a tough place for Cleveland to go in there and win games. I think I think the Knicks could potentially win both at home and take a 3-1 series lead. Uh, like I said, I'll take the Knicks in six here. Yeah, it's crazy that you say that because I, 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 see, I think this has seven written all over it. Two inexperienced teams, both with talent in different areas. Um, you know what I'm going to keep doing the rest of the series is throwing lightly on the underdog every night. It's not, I think it's it's not a bad move. It, it, it's hit. Like, obviously, don't take the fucking Hawks. Don't take the Nets. Like, the Nets might steal yeah, one, but no, it's not but worth it. this series. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the Knicks and Cavs series, the, the underdog's been coming at, like, plus 210. 
and they went one for two. So I already am positive on those two games, um, throwing a half unit on both of those. Um, and I'm guessing that we're going to see the Cavs either even or a little bit of an underdog going into New York. So um, I might be leaning that way. But I think it goes seven. Don't know who comes out of it, but that's an interesting one. Um, another one, that Bucks and Heat series, just to touch on quick. Do you remember last week when we were talking about sweeps? Huff, got to be hurting for you because this is your champion pick, the Milwaukee Bucks. But I said if Giannis or Embiid, one of those big guys, goes down, how much that changes the complexity of everything. And the Miami Heat, year in and year out, are that lower seed that find their way to weasel it out or get to a game six or game seven. And uh, they already stole one in Milwaukee. Now they go down to Miami, tough place to play. And Giannis is out for game one and two. So we don't know what's what's underlying for him. Um, you think there's a chance that the Heat can steal the series? I know they got smoked last game, but. Sorry, I was texting Jesse. Mackey. you want to go here? Yeah, what was the question again? Sorry. I was asking of steal if the you with... Um, yeah, without Giannis. A lot bigger of a question now that Giannis is out. I don't think we would even be having this conversation if he was playing. But no, I really don't. Just because this team has a lot of star power around it. You're going to see Chris Middleton step up. He's going to... He is, he's one of those players that will step up and do what he needs to do. This team is just so built built around Giannis that they can, they can figure it out against a pretty weak Miami Heat team. It doesn't really... They don't really find ways to win win games, in my opinion. Um, so I think the Bucks should probably win this series in five games. Might win it in six. Um, they're just an overall better team, even without Giannis and Kubo. Yeah, I like the. Yeah, I agree. I just I just think this is going deep. This Heat team, year in and year out, they have guys, battle proven guys. They've been to a to an NBA Finals. The, I mean, the Bucks are my. Don't sleep on the Miami. I was Heat. gonna say the Bucks are my championship pick, and I do think this series is going six. I think they're going to split when they go back to Miami. Uh, how long is Giannis out? Is it just game three or is it three and four? Or is it, it kind of game by game? By yeah, game. He, he could be the whole series, potentially. Yeah, see, I, I think the Bucks handle thing and s- handle in six, but I could see Miami obviously definitely win one on their home floor. That's heat culture in the playoffs. Jimmy Butler will steal a game if Giannis isn't playing, I think, for sure. It's crazy after game two. Not uh, for thought, sure. Not for sure. Not for heat, sure. But... but. Like I said, Mackie, you said it could be over in five. I, I do I do agree with that, but I like the Heat to get one at home. Yeah, I agree with you, Huff. Only two series in the East worth monitoring, really. I think uh, I think Sixers and Celtics uh, easily get that. Yeah, I think they're both sweeps, in my opinion. But, yeah, let's head out west. Um, let's see what series, what series you guys want to start with. Phoenix, L.A.? All right, let's jump into some of these NBA series out west. First off, we have the Sacramento Kings leading the Golden State Warriors 2-0. Next, we have the Phoenix Suns and Clippers evened up at one game apiece. The Denver Nuggets up 2-0 on the Minnesota Timberwolves. And the last series being the Lakers and Grizzlies, which is evened up at one apiece as well. Um, Let's start with this Suns-Clippers series. How how far do you think this this series is going to go? Obviously, the Clippers jumped out in Game 1. Westbrook with a huge defensive play to seal the game. Suns handle business in Game 2. Mackie, I know you like the Suns with the points tonight. Um, just curious how you guys think this series is going to go. I think the Suns get the job done in 6. I'm going to go 6. I think the Clippers do get one more. But I think the Suns still win the series. Kawhi Leonard out for Game 3. Uh, if I'm Steve Ballmer, I'm absolutely living. You give these guys near 500 million dollars combined they can't get they can't get in for a playoff game 
Um, come come on, man. I mean, they don't even play in the regular season, so it's not even like you could say they're they're tired from. A this long is what the, this is what they wait Bo- for. Bully it up and play, bro. Like get out there. You this is a home game against this Phoenix Suns, the the West uh West favorites, and you're it's a one one series. You you can win this game, and go up two one in the series. That would be massive. And you have neither superstar playing. Paul George a little. I understand a little more because he's been out. But come on, Kawhi, figure it out. You know you can play through this. Um, it's just you're not putting up a fight. This team is gonna get slaughtered tonight. They weren't even ready for for a game plan without Kawhi. I, I just I, I don't know. I I, I can't. This series is gonna be over in five games. This this team has no heart. Did you guys Did you guys watch Game Two at all? I did um, not. No. I watched a little. I watched a little bit of it. I watched like the first half. That's why if you watch that first half, the Clippers were having their way, and they were up. I think it was like a 10-0 run or a 12-2 run, something like that, by the Suns to even it up at halftime. And that was the turning point to win that game. If you were watching that whole first half and reading all of these 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 uh, media coverages everywhere, everybody thought that the Clippers were going to go up 2-0. And it was big to come back and win. Kevin Durant really carried the load. Um, but Russell Westbrook, we talked about it at the deadline. Great acquisition. For that team gets buckets plays defense gives you a great effort night in and night out and he has that chip on his shoulder and he's been showing it here playing great defense on both ends of the floor Kawhi Leonard sitting out tonight is massive like Mackie said I don't understand that as a hockey guy but um that 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 really throws a dent in my plans because I I saw this going seven that's my pick is to go seven I do think the Suns come out because Kevin Durant is him but Kawhi Leonard is the guy that showed us before hey we can beat super teams with good defensive basketball and hard work. And that's what he did in game one. Almost did it in game two, but now he's sitting out. So that makes me rethink it. But I hit on the clips in game one on that money line. Very fat money line. Um, love to see that. And I actually was on the Suns the other way last game. So I think this is going to go seven still. Um, Got to get those stars back in action. But I think the Suns take care of business tonight. And they go up 2-1. And then we need Kawhi back to tie the series up. Yeah, I'm on the same page you are. Um, one of the I, one we can breeze through easy hop. Uh, I don't think we need to talk about this team much. Kind of similar to Celtics and the in the Sixers. I think that the Nuggets are going to sweep that Timberwolves team, eke their way in. Not a very good team in my opinion. Nuggets um, are Nuggets way too much. That that was Huff's. Uh, besides the Bucks, that was his championship favorite. I know he's pegged them to win the West all season long. So I, I've been on the Joker. We've hit on him on various holidays for to hit triple doubles and whatnot. This team's gonna sweep them. Um, I think we can breeze right over that. Like the yeah, I was gonna, I was literally gonna say that right <clears throat> when we, I was gonna say well, all right. Let's look over this next one real quick. I think we all have the Nuggets to win this series. Same old shit. So I do. I'm the same way. I think they sweep the series. So um, next one. Let's one that I think we're gonna have a little bit more conversation on. Lakers Grizzlies one one. Jaw misses game two. Grizzlies get the job done. They win it on their home floor. We go back to L.A. What do you guys think happens here? I think my original pick was Lakers and six on their home floor, so I'm going to stick with that. Uh, I think they do win both in L.A., take a 3-1 series lead. Memphis wins game five, uh, and then I think the Lakers close it out in six. But um, it's going to be a really tough series, I think, now that they get jaw back one game. I mean, what was his injury? Why did he miss the game? His hand was sore or something? So Yeah, he was holding the gun too long. Yeah, so maybe he hit trigger finger. Kickback, kickback. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think the Grizzlies are gonna put up a fight in games three and four, but I like the Lakers to to take a three one series lead here. Off, what do you think about bad boy Dylan Brooks calling out the king? Did you see this LeBron stats with him guarding him? 
this series? I'd have to find the post. Well, while you guys give your takes on this series, I'll try to find it. Mac, you want? I wish first? I sent it to you guys because oh my god, it's like he's like he, I forget his points per game, but he doesn't have a single turnover when he's guarding him. Like I'll find it. Hold on. That's hilarious. Yeah, I I really it's, this Memphis team makes it so hard to like him, especially with Dylan Brooks saying that about LeBron. You're you're waking a beast, even if you know I, he is older. He's not who he used to be, but. You know, you were a fan, bro. Like, you were at Oregon cheering this guy on. And now you're just trying to talk smack. I mean, I get what he's trying to do. Trying to get into his head. But it's LeBron James. You're not going to get into his head. Um, I think the Lakers do come out of this series. I think it, it can go the distance. I don't expect it to. I think the Lakers win game six at home. But I do think that they win this series because LeBron James is not going to lose game seven to this Memphis Grizzlies team. Um, they have the power. They're, they're, I think that you can consider them the better team. Um. But I, I, I like this Lakers team. I, I could be a little biased. I really like LeBron James, but I, I think that they get out of this series, uh, especially with Ja not being 100%. This is just what LeBron's averaging in the series. I can't find the graphic of what he has with Dylan Brooks guarding him. 36.5 minutes per game, 24.5 points, 11.5 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 blocks, 1.5 steals, 3 turnovers, shooting 52%, 25% from 3, and 63% from the free throw line. He's old. Yeah, he's Dylan old. Brooks was trying to say that. Yeah, he was trying to say his best years were behind him in Miami and Cleveland. Too bad he has I a think ring Mac in LA. Said, You're literally awake. You're awakening a giant for no reason. I know that's his mo. He's trying to get under his skin. Wrong person to do it to. He's just going to turn it up a notch. I do think this one. I know I said that the Sixers and uh, the Clippers and the Suns could go seven with Kawhi sitting. I that kind of scares me now. But that was my pre-take. I forgot about that. He was out tonight. Um. Give you a prelude here towards the next series, too, because I think the Warriors are great at home. But I think Warriors and Kings go seven, and I think Lakers and Grizzlies go seven. The Grizzlies are the bad boys of the NBA. Everybody hates them. That's why they think they're rivals with everybody, but they're really not. But I think that the Lakers come out in seven. They have the better team. But the real thing to look at, let's talk about game one for a second, is LeBron needs the right people around them to succeed, right? And they re re vamped that whole team at the deadline and they got the right people Rui Hachimura high draft pick um great ad at the deadline Austin Reeves coming into his own D'Angelo Russell is important Dennis Schroeder great pickup off the bench in the play-ins in the playing games and in the playoffs he's been having an impact um so it's not just LeBron and AD it's the whole team contributing to success against a really good Grizzlies team but when it comes down to it I really like the 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 past experience, the history, the clutchness, the pure skill of this Los Angeles Lakers team and everybody behind them, especially with John Morant setting up. And no Steven Adams. Yeah, so I'm the, it's huge. I'm the same. I'm the same. I think Warriors Warriors Kings goes seven, but I'm I'm sticking with my Kings and seven pick. I think especially now that they're up two oh, I think it'd be stupid to jump off of that. But I, I'm sticking Lakers and six and Kings and seven in the West in those two series. Yeah, the Kings having that home court advantage, how bad the Warriors are on the road. Um, I think the Warriors grab two in a row at home right here, go 2-2. Two, two. No and everybody's going to win at home, I think, in this series. No Don't no you? That's what you're thinking. No Draymond. Huh? It's going to be tough. Yeah. They'll be all right. Come on. But I'm, I'm still thinking everybody wins at home in the series. Yeah, if I if it, yeah, if yeah I had to make a prediction for how it's going seven, I definitely would say just the easy every Everyone wins their home games. I just don't think. But at, at, the, at the end of the road, Huff, uh, real quick, Mackie, at the end of the road, the scary thing is, if it goes to seven, you're you playing against Steph, Steph Curry, Curry and Clay Thompson in game seven. De'Aaron Fox and Malik Monk. Like, who, who's going to win game seven? Seriously. I understand they're the worst road team in the league this year and showing they're down 0 2. 
come on, you're taking Steph Curry, Jermon Green, and Clay Thompson who have won four rings, 12 combined, or are you taking Malik Monk and De'Aaron Fox in their first playoff series ever? If it's if if yeah, but if, they they need they need to win two in Golden State though. They have to right now. You have to go win both. If you games don't, the series home. is over. You go back to game five, it's over. You lose in five. Yeah. Yep, I agree. That's a fast team too for these Warriors. They're a little bit older, and they have guys coming off of injury. Like this, this, this Kings team's clicking. Like they're they're flying, high flying team. Their speed. I think they were number one in offensive say, the highest, uh, rating coming into the playoffs in for the league. year. Yeah, number one in offensive rating. So the the Warriors have to be on their game, and I think they'll be ready. They've been here before. They know what it takes. Yada yada. They're gonna be at home. I know it's not far for the Kings, but you gotta win both at home here, Steph. And if anybody's gonna figure out, it's gonna be the best scorer of all time. Yeah, I think uh, that's a solid evaluation of uh, what we're looking at for the NHL and NBA playoffs. Um, kind of all gave our predictions on those series and how we think they're gonna go. Like we said, definitely gonna be something we look at week in and week out. Um, as we get through the NHL and NBA playoffs all the way up to the Stanley Cup Final and NBA Finals. All right, and a couple of big headlines coming in the NFL, obviously NFL offseason, so we're obviously going to have kinds of offseason news. One of the bigger things, Cardinal safety, Buda Baker has officially informed the team that he's requesting a trade. Um, I know this is a one of the best safeties in the league, in my opinion, definitely a leader on and off the field. Uh, great guy. I think I'd love to have him as a Steeler, but we got Minka. I, I don't know if he's interested in playing the other side. Actually, does he is he strong or free safety? I think he is a strong safety. Correct, Ace. Do you know? Yeah. So dang, maybe I'd, I'd like my Steelers to go after him. I don't know who necessarily is going to be going after him here, but the Cardinals in full rebuild mode. Um, a lot of their stars are going to be looking to get on their way out. We obviously know what's going on with the Andre Hopkins. Uh, he's looking to get moved. Now you have their their star on the defensive side of the ball in uh, Buda Baker looking to get moved this offseason. So. Next, we have Josh Harris, owner of the NBA's Philadelphia 76ers and the NHL's New Jersey Devils, is in agreement with Prince, in principle to buy the Washington Commanders for a record $6 billion from Dan Snyder, longtime owner of the team. I know this has been in talks for the past couple of weeks, months, years with the Commanders, Washington football team, Redskins, whatever you want to call them. Uh, they've been looking to get this owner out and uh, get a real owner in there. A lot of their Washington fans, I know, I have a couple of people that are Redskins fans, or know a couple of people that are Redskins fans, and they've been calling for this guy's head for years and finally get him out, new owner, a guy that's, I mean, who, I don't know what this guy owns, that he owns three, two sports teams other than that, but, I mean, that's the ultimate dream. That's what I took away from this. You own an NBA, an NHL, and now an NFL team? Like, fuck baseball. That's all I need. You imagine that'd be so. <laughs> I mean, the the value of this it's crazy because the value of this deal is just because of the times today. Yeah, it's this not what literally, the team's truly worth. This is just inflation. In, yeah, like right in front of our eyes. <laughs> this, but he Dude, said last the summer. Brand. Yeah, last summer the Broncos sold for four and a half billion, and we all were sitting here like four and a half billion. Are you kidding me? Like six billion a year later. It's, it's crazy. And the, yeah. But the one thing we have to hope, though, what, the one thing we have to hope is that the new ownership can change the culture for the Washington football team. Disagree. Um, Washington Commanders. Disagree. Keep, the, keep those bums at the bottom of the NFC East. Oh, oh I, I know what you mean. I'm saying, I'm saying a clean reputation, oh, at yeah, least, yeah, and yeah. Uh, good, good, good organization and whatnot. Maybe better facility, better... better uh, you know, remember last year Jalen Hurts almost getting taken out when he was yeah. walking yeah. out. Oh yeah, the fans falling yeah. over the railing. 
Yeah, fix up that stadium, fix up your organization, clean up the act, and then maybe put a better product on the field, and, and then we'll six believe in that billion. $6 billion what buy. Do think, what do you think the Cowboys are sell for right now? 10? 15? 15? Uh, no, 15 or 20. Like it, I, yeah, I was going to say, it, they're, they're, they're not even a question, double digits. They're, t- they're one of the top, they're one of the top I think they're franchises one, in the actually. world, right? I think they're literally the, the most expensive right now. No, I think Yankee, I think all three Yankees. of our teams, Steelers, Steelers, Cowboys, and Patriots, would all sell for over ten billion. Patriots are top five as well, too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But the Steelers are just a worldwide brand. It's like the and, name, is... and you guys have the success too. It's just the Patriots yeah, with yeah. Like Tom Brady and the, and yeah, the recent, the recent success of the Patriots. The recent, the reason recent, so yeah. much. Yeah, yeah, just the area too. But I when when this te- when this happened, I saw so supposedly the Seattle Seahawks are projected to be the next team that gets sold. I don't know what's I know their owner passed away and it got handed down or what happened, but people think Seattle is gonna get sold within the next maybe two years, three years, five years. They're just saying it's the next team to be sold. And obviously depending on like inflation, whatever happens with the money and the whole economy out there, but they're saying that's easily could be the first ten billion dollar team sports team. Um, I was gonna say Seattle if, Seahawks. If if the Commanders are six billion, what are the what do you put Seattle at? Um, Especially Seattle though, it's a it's a it's, it's an area good economy. Um, they got they just got their hockey team back, and that team has had some recent success and pretty big. Um, nationwide, I know I'd, and they're supposed and they're I'd say they're supposedly probably, getting the SuperSonics back sooner or later. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they need uh, Kevin Durant's big on that. Mariners, yeah. Mariners picking up I'd say too. They just kissed ten billion, probably. I don't think they'd do much over that. Yeah, that'll that'll be interesting to see as the years go on. But yeah, like I said, that wouldn't be this. The I forget who it was, whether it was Schefter or Rappaport or whoever said it. They said it wouldn't be for maybe two, three, four years. So if they're going for six billion now, and like I said last summer, the Broncos sold for four and a half billion. If it's a billion and one point five billion every summer, I mean. That's a ten billion dollar football team in three summers. You know what I mean? It's crazy, but um, not much else in the NFL going on. The Steelers got Allen Robinson. I don't really care to talk about that too much. I don't think that's too big of news. Um, is he any good? I mean, good. yeah, I, it, it's he's going to be a third. He's going to be our third receiver behind Deontay Johnson, George Pickens. I think it's a definitely not a bad move when you're only giving up a seventh round pick for a guy that was a really good receiver in Chicago, just couldn't find his footing and in LA dealt with some injuries and looking to kind of bounce back in his career with the Steelers. But uh, I, de- I don't hate it, but he's not going to see many balls. Would you rather, would you rather spend that money elsewhere? Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. On the uh, offensive line. What, why? Uh, my thing is yeah. we are so good at drafting receivers. We don't need to bring in these washed receivers. Yeah. Like, yeah. What so, are you trying to do? What I'm like, revive his career. He hasn't been anything. I think, Jackson. No, I think we're sure. I th- I seriously think the Steelers are looking to trade Deontay Johnson. So this it's gonna it's uh, gonna slide Pickens the one. You think? And then that's uh, that's a yeah. I, th- move, I think those are there's already rumors of that. There's already like, rumors. I, of that. I like Deontay Johnson. I think he has top ten potential. But he was always the he was always on the way out. He's got a big deal too, doesn't he? He just signed for three years, twenty million. Yeah. So you are- yeah they they've been they've been wanting to move him since before they got Pickens. They wanted to move him and not Claypool originally. I yeah. thought. Yeah. Because, well, it was just because Claypool was on a lower money deal. Sorry, I didn't mean to speak over you. No, you're good. I, I definitely – I think I'd like to stick with what we have. The same reason that I liked AB and Juju was 
Juju's a number two receiver, and AB was a top two receiver in the league, if not one, whenever he was in his prime. And like that's what made Juju so good. It's like if if Deontay can I'm not saying Deontay Johnson's A B, but I'm saying that's why Pickens had such a good year last year was because you have to respect the twenty million dollar receiver. Take the coverage. Yeah, you have to you have to handle that. Like you can't just oh yeah, this hot rookie from Georgia, let's put two guys on him and then it's like okay, you're leaving Deontay Johnson, one of the fastest wide receivers in the NFL, wide open. But like I said, I just with Fryermuth and Najee Harris, I just don't see too many too many looks for Allen Robinson, despite maybe an injury or two in the receiving core. Play a third yeah. down, but third down position, maybe. That's yards. what I said. I said even like third and seven, you bring him in, put him in the slot. Like that's not a bad option, but I'd rather just do a slant to Deontay, or you know what I mean, like Fryermuth across the middle. Like that's the thing is when you have a good tight end. Like our teams have always had good tight ends. Like Cowboys got Schultz. Like you, Ace, you've had all. You've had Gronk. Like when you have a good tight end, it's so different. We just like, lost Schultz. I th- I know, but I'm saying I think this is the year that um, Fryermuth. I've I've talked him up for the past couple of years, but I think this is the year he's going to really make a statement with Pickett and be a, known as one of the better tight ends in the NFL. I think that's just why I don't think Robinson gets too many looks. But like I said, I th- I don't think it's going to hurt. But like you said, that's a lot of money for him. But we'll see what ends up happening. I think I don't think the Steelers are done making their moves uh, this off season. Um, but that's going to do it for us in the NFL. Um, a couple things to mention real quick in the MLB. Um, Fernando Tatis makes his return tonight versus the Arizona Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks have been hot. Padres a uh, little little iffy across the board to start the season. I know they're under 500. I think they're seven and eleven or eight and eleven. Um, Ace, I know you have Tatis to to hit the home run tonight. I think it was plus two eighty. So definitely best of luck there. That's definitely a fun bet. I've never hit a home run prop. I'm just suck at baseball props unless it's like an over under on strikeouts. But, like, the home run to do all the total bases, I can never do that stuff. So, But 280, I feel like that's pretty low for a home run, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. But he, he's had, what, five home runs in his rehab yeah. stint already? He's playing um, against kids I played in high school. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. It's Fernando Tatis Jr., though. I didn't believe me. I'm not putting the house on this, not putting the farm or anything like that. Uh, just just very half unit, quarter unit. Uh, just not a bad play. Um in his return, very electric player. Excited to see him with this offense. You get him, Bogarts, Machado, Soto, um, Cronenworth, the rest of that lineup, Roland Cruz, Carpenter, uh, Nola, Grisham. I mean, that's that's a powerhouse lineup, so I'm excited to watch. Get beat by the D-backs. By the way, the Leafs are up 3 nothing now, if anyone knows. Didn't know that. Right oh before puck drop, I was like, I'm going to take a minus one and a half. And then I was like, what am I doing? I just, I'm so dumb. I'm not betting on this team. Yeah, I literally thought the same. Yeah, I, thought I the just same stayed thing. away. You yeah, stayed, I stayed away, right? I was like, fuck that. I'm not losing more money on this team. Whatever. But I think I think that's going to do it for us this week. Um, Benny, you guys got anything else? No. Let's no. go Rangers. Go Bruins need to win. Feed us, feed us the Rangers Bruins oh, ECF. I mean, a lot of, lot of. Podcast. Mackie, how much? <laughs> but like, how much do you have to live and die through so many shifts before you even can yeah, think no, of that? I mean, I'm not even looking forward to that. I mean, I'm not like looking, looking way ahead to that right now. We just gotta win game two. Right Huff, now. Huff said it the other day. Ace is locked in on his phone. Yeah, playoff hockey. My favorite time of the year. You guys said March Madness. This is mine. You got NHL hockey in full swing. NBA playoffs. MLB's hot off the press. 
Um, there's playoff games on every night, weekend days, Saturday. You got a full slate, one hockey game at a time, one basketball game at a time. I love this time of year. Feed me. I'm ready to go. Go Bruins. Go Seas. Let's fucking go, boys. Yeah, I mean, I don't got anything else. Um, that's going to do it for us this week. Thanks for listening. Make sure you leave a like, follow wherever you're listening. Leave a review, subscribe. The whole nine yards definitely goes a long way for us. Um, that's going to do it for us this week. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next week. And that's going to do it for us on this episode of Hit the Books. Thank you to everyone who tunes in each and every week. Without you, we wouldn't be able to do what we do here. So please like, share, and subscribe wherever you can. And don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for our plays each and every night in the NHL, NFL, MLB, NBA, college basketball, and college football. Thank you again, and see you next week.